Hello everyone and welcome to the next episode of Always Witchcraft Sundays. Today's episode is about the history of witchcraft. And first, before we begin with the episode, I'm going to leave a trigger warning because there is um, mentions of murder, religious trauma, and stuff like that. So yeah, stay tuned for more. To start off, witchcraft is the practice of magic. Since practically the beginning of time, we have seen depictions of witches and sorceresses in everything from storytelling to art to religion and widely respected books. Although the meaning and connotation of witchcraft has drastically changed as society grows older, it has almost always been associated with evil. Let's take a look at the history of witchcraft and the way that society has shaped the outlook on witches over the years. 1022 CE, the witch stereotype is set. The first woman is formally executed for heresy. The witch stereotype is set. During a trial of over a dozen people, including one woman, accused of practicing religious heresy, The woman is accused of orgies, worshipping demonic entities, and killing children, which ultimately define the witch stereotype. Around 1324 CE, witch hunts happened across Europe. In 1324, the first documented witch hunt occurred around wealthy Irish woman that outlived several husbands. She was charged with witchcraft and was accused of practicing the dark arts, having intercourse with demons, and using lotions and spells with friends to conjure evil spirits. From 14,000 to 17,000, nearly 500,000 people were executed as witches across Europe. With the Malleus Maleficarum published by Henrich Carmer in 1486, which became a popular guide to finding and killing witches, also served as the basis for many superstitions about witches. In fact, it was so popular that it was the second best-selling book in Europe for over a century. Of course, it was only behind the Bible. The book called for an all-out war against witches, even when as far to say that torture was an appropriate measure to take when interrogating. In the end, it was very apparent that due torture of women, they would give false confessions knowing that they would be killed. The Salem Witch Trials, 1692-1693 The Salem Witch Trials took place in Salem, Massachusetts in the February of 1692, through May of 1693. More than 2,000 persons were executed, 30 people were found guilty, and 19 of which were hung. 14 women and 5 men. One man, Giles Corey, who refused to plead neither guilty or innocent, was pressed to death. At least 5 others died in jail. If someone were to suspect witchcraft, they would bring the accusation up with the local magistrates. The magistrates would then arrest the accused and interrogate them. Just like the European witch craze, the accused would basically be pressured to confess. And even if they didn't confess, 
the magistrates thought the suspect was guilty. They would be handed over to the superior courts. They would then have a trial. And then they would be charged with afflicting with witchcraft or making an unlawful covenant with the devil. There are four execution days. June 10th, 1692, one was killed. July 19th, 1692, five were killed. August 19th, 1692, five were killed. September 22nd, 1692, eight were killed. Five other women were found guilty but not given the death penalty. Other women were reprived due to pregnancy. 1951, the end of the European witch craze. England lifted its witchcraft law that imprisoned accused witches, which marked the end of the European witch craze. This encouraged Gerald Gardner to step out into the spotlight and publicly declare himself as a witch and share the religion of Wicca with the world, which led to many modern Wicca and witchcraft movements. 1960 CE through 2000 CE, mainstream media changed perceptions of witchcraft. After the spread of Wicca, which made witchcraft accessible through a familiar structured religion format, mainstream media and society's views began to change in the 1960s and 1970s when academics and journalists like Margaret Adler began publicly writing and talking about witchcraft with respect. The 1980s brought positive portrayals of witchcraft to the media with movies like Teen Witch and The Witches of Eastwick, which showed witches as empowered and intelligent. Witchcraft's began to take over mainstream media in the 1990s and early 2000s with shows like Charmed, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and The Craft that depicted magic as something interesting, desirable, and accessible. And as we close the episode, ladies, males, and non-binary pals, that is all for today. I'm going to release another episode about the differences between witchcraft, witcha, wicca, and paganism, but it's going to be only a short episode, so I'm going to release it tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. Thank you all for tuning in.